Oh. Oh, this sounds weird. Why does it sound so weird? It sounds weird for you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go up or down? Let's go up. I'm so sorry. I didn't think I heard that. I, I heard it. You can hear that. It was the sound coming out of my eyes and nose just now. Oh my god! I am god. so sorry. I oh my god! That that um, was so loud. Holy shit! I am so sorry. Oh, that was because I heard the weep, and I was like, oh my god. How do we come up with such amazing content? <laughs> You know what it was really alarming to find out? They don't do D.A.R.E. anymore. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. You know what else is really alarming to find yeah. out? When D.A.R.E. was in my school in the fourth grade, we had to do like a D.A.R.E. presentation. Yep. And my bit of it was I had to rap a, a song about not doing drugs. And I it's still like, what is it? Uh, let's see, fourth grade. How old are you in the fourth grade? Nine, ten. Sure. Like that. That's, that's a right, safe so number. 30 years ago. Yep. And I'm still like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. Well, okay. Have you done drugs? No. <laughs> So it worked. I don't think that that program was the determining factor. You, you for can't me. you can't say otherwise. What, where's your where's your facts backing that up? Okay. It was that one fourth grade experience. Yeah, I was like, man, if if rapping about drugs is so cringy, I can't imagine doing drugs no. being any better. Enough tomfoolery. Mm -hmm. Let's do this thing. And now there's the music. Yep. This is a podcast. Life Adventures with Pete and Simpson. Just two guys talking about their travel and life adventures across the world. And now we talk about Tennessee. Uh, why? Why the? Why did we land on a Barack Obama uh, voice? Tennessee, because uh, of the good people <laughs> listening to their Nashville twangy music. You know, there was a lot of country. So I recently, I'll, I'll set the stage. So the first time in At the bar, the stage. Is there a bar of the stage? Yeah, it's on oh, Broadway. I, anyway, um, so for the first time in nine months, I did some traveling, which was an eye-opening experience, but also not. It had some familiarity to it, right? Yeah. So we did a trip. We went on a trip. Um, myself, my boss, and a, another colleague went to a place called Tullahoma, which is in the southern part of Tennessee, about an hour and change away south from Nashville. Mm -hmm. It's right on the border, I believe, with uh, Alabama. I think it's funny to say it's in the south of Tennessee because Tennessee's an east-west state. <laughs> yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's not a very thick state. It's very funny to to kind of think of it that way because it was a very quick, you know, Nashville is right at the top, more or less, and it's a very quick drive down to the bottom of the state. Yep. Anyway, we come from New England where we can go to like seven states in a day. Yep. And so we went to Tennessee. We went to Tullahoma. We were doing a video shoot for a project that has been a long time in the coming. We were shooting some video. Um, and this is where the, the company was that we kind of partnered with this, um, this project. So we were, we left on a Monday. The shoot was on a Tuesday. So first thing I, I told my boss that I'd never been to 
um, Nashville. And I was kind of looking forward to it earlier in the year because we were supposed to have a show there. And I heard, you know, I love live music and I heard it was a great scene for that. So we went to, we landed in Nashville and of course it was right around lunchtime and uh, we were like, oh, let's go get something to eat. So we went into Nashville, you know, kind of out of the way to, to, on the way to Tullahoma. And immediately I was like, oh, this is great. It's like that small city type vibe. Yeah. But it also has like, you know, big, big things to do. There's, when you go to that street where all the bars and the the music is. Broadway. Is it Broadway? I I couldn't, I know there's first and second street and I I couldn't remember if that, if it was like a number street or an actual name. But in any case, um, it was really cool. It was cool to walk there and it's like, it's almost got that, it has that energy, you know, like places have like that, that kind of just energy in the, in the air. Um, Music's just pouring out of everywhere. And this is like on a Monday during a pandemic, I think at like one or two in the afternoon. Yeah, I think downtown Nashville gets a little bit of like a Las Vegas strip vibe to it, where that same like the party yep. kind of Lights. flows out into the streets a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I would I would equate it to yeah. When people say Nash Vegas, yeah, I can kind of see. I that. have never heard anyone say that. I know, right? Anyway, so really cool, really cool area. Um, people seem very friendly. You know, we went sat and down, sat down and had some lunch, um, had some drinks, and you know, enjoyed enjoyed that live music and and that sort of. And thing. you saw the building that looks like a transformer. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't even think of that. We, so we did that and then we, we got on the road and went down to Tullahoma. Tullahoma, very opposite. Yeah. Very much a... I've never been and I can tell you, yeah. <laughs> so I grew up in a very small town. We what? had two stoplights. Ooh. Yeah. Humble brag. I know, right? And this place was like... A, just a bit of big day, big day when they added that second one. <laughs> yeah. When did they add that second one? It's not important to the story. Anyway, um... <laughs> So yeah, very much like the town I grew up in, um, but a little bit more built up. It's got, you know, all the chain restaurants and that sort of thing. And we yeah. were there for, you know, it's one of those um, situations you've probably experienced this a couple of times when you go to a town, a new town, you go there at night and then you kind of just experience that little slice of whatever that town is. And then you leave again, but you never really like until later, you don't really understand your surroundings or anything yep. like that. So we got there at night, met up with some people, um, with that company that we you know we partnered on that project with, and it was going to be an early morning. So we, we yep. called it a night, did the video shoot. And then, um, later in the afternoon, the next day on Tuesday, we went back up to Nashville and that's, that's where we kind of were like, all right, let's, let's experience the, the city a little bit more. So we, and it was open. It was very open. Uh, it was open. So, and this is where I kind of had a little bit of a moral dilemma. So it was more so retrospective when I got home. Um, and that's why, you know, last weekend when we hung out, I was wearing a mask and stuff like that. Yep. Cause I was like, you know, I feel really shitty that I did this. I, I went out and we had drinks and we listened to live music and kind of enjoyed ourselves. How dare you? I know. Well, it's, it's funny because I was like, you almost feel guilty about you get, it. It yeah. was, it was a little bit of that guilt. And then I, you know, I obviously it can easily get into my own mind and was very concerned that I was sick. You know what I mean? Yep. I was like, I, I, I probably have this. I have no symptoms. I, I felt fine. I feel great. But that's when you have to worry, right? Is that you have it, have no idea that you have it and you're going to interact with whomever. Yep. And you're spreading it. So that just, you know, ate away at the back of my head. And now we're, what, we're a week plus away from you getting back? Yeah, almost two weeks. Almost two weeks. Yeah. Do you have it? 
I don't think so. Okay, good. Well, that's and that, well, that's the thing. I don't know. I mean, I haven't gotten tested, but in any case, the test is only good. I think we kind of talked about this offline. We're only, you're only negative when that test happens. Yep. You could walk down the street or go to the grocery store right after the test and catch it there. So yep. that's a digress, right? So in retrospective, I was, you know, I felt really kind of torn because it was a great time. The, the city, we, I haven't gone out that much um, since, you know, the start of all this. Sure. Um, but the times that we have gone out. I don't think anybody has. Well, I know. But the times that we have gone out around here, it hasn't been that level of safety that I felt in Nashville. Meaning like you felt more safe in Nashville. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Even with a whole bunch of people there. Now, what was what was different about it that made you feel that way? So, the the obviously because I've been out with you here before. Right. We've raged. Oh, we've just like we raged all afternoon. We turned the town beige. Beige. A a light <laughs> a light amber. So what was different is there was a visible presence of not only police officers, but I think they had like some sort of community thing where they had just a stack of masks in their hands and you couldn't walk down the street without somebody saying, Hey, Oh yeah. You were saying you have to wear masks outside outside. Yep. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, whatever on the sidewalks and stuff, there was a lot, I don't want to say there was a lot of people, but there was people, Yeah. you know, maintaining kind of that like recommended six foot separation was tough at times. I mean, it's not like you're standing shoulder to shoulder with somebody, but you know, somebody might walk by you, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And police officers are saying, Hey, you know, you need like one of our coworkers, Fred forgotten to put his mask on and the cop had said, Hey, you need to put a mask on or, you know, we have one here. Or if you escalate it and start puffing your chest out and saying, I'm not going to do that, whatever, they'll hand you a $50 fine, which isn't bad. But in any case that, that just, I think regardless of how, where you sit on that whole mask topic, yep. if, if wearing a mask allows us to kind of do what we did there, then whatever, put the mask on. I'd much rather go Live life. Yeah, live life. So, and that's with a sweaty upper lip, (laughs) (laughs) with my bad breath reverberating through my through my nose. Yeah, that's my biggest takeaway (laughs) from this whole process. Man, my breath. uh, We were. I was out shopping yesterday, and I had uh, uh, Mexican food before before we went out, and all I could smell was uh, corn tortillas (laughs) coming back in my face the whole time. But on the flip side of that, during this trip, we had chicken wings for lunch one day, and I probably had. A whole chicken wing stuck in my teeth. No one knew. No one knew. <laughs> no one knew. Until, until I get back to the hotel room and take it off. I'm like, whoa. So not only was the, the mask thing evident, but also the, the, the each each bar has a bouncer, right? That's, that's nothing new. But the bouncers were obviously keeping tally of how many people were there and capacity limits and that sort of thing. And, de- you know, tables and, and chairs and stuff were obviously moved around to allow for a little bit more space. Yep. Where they took it a step further is Nashville is one of those cities that enjoys, you know, good weather, typically warmer weather uh, year round. And the occasional tornado. Yeah. Well, don't. Anyway. <laughs> On the same subject, they... Yeah, if you Google weather yeah. naturally, you're going to get videos of yeah. a tornado. So they had the windows open. Yeah. It was, it was you know, a moderate temperature. So they had the windows open. So their airflow was pleasant yep. and, and abundant. So that was one thing that was kind of nice is that in the in the moment, I felt okay about, about it. You know, I think it, more retrospectively, I got into my own head and was like, man, I feel, you know, what if I get somebody sick? What if I have it, you know, yep. and I get, I get somebody sick that, that was really kind of weighing on me. But, um, on the flip side of that, you know, 
it was nice to get out there and to, especially, especially that segment, right? Restaurants, bars, um, that segment really needs help as far as recovering from this, this, you know, health crisis. And on top of that, the artists, they're obviously struggling. So it was nice to be able to support that. They are, um, finally getting, uh, the struggle that they've talked about for so long for the artists. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) Starving artists. It's it's very real. It's, it's becoming ever so more serious now. Yeah. And you know, with, at the time of this, we're recording this, uh, there's obviously the, background of cases are back on the rise. Right. So, you know, I, I feel sore cases of the flu this time of year. Potentially not because everybody's wearing a mask. Uh huh. And we're not going to get into that debate. Oh, potentially not because there's a vaccine for the flu and everybody got it. No, I didn't get the vaccine for the flu. Bingo. I did. I know you did. I had to be the uh, example of a good step parenting. Well, like you want one. And I was like, (sighs) well, here's, Mm -hmm. well, here's the thing. So this is obviously a tangent, but, um, I know, uh, never do we go on tangents. I've, I've gotten the, the flu recently, the flu vaccine I've gotten once in the last three years. I've gotten the flu also once in the last three years. So, um, I got the flu vaccine when I traveled. So your record of the last three years is one, one and one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's very much a tie. So <laughs> the reason why I didn't get it this year, I was thinking about getting it this year, but we're not going anywhere. Yeah. We're not seeing anybody. We see you guys and that's it. But, and that's not supposed to change anytime soon. So, but, and, and this is where my concern comes in. Yes, you do see us, but, and you know, my wife and I, we don't do anything that's terribly high danger to us, except for one small thing, which is we have kids yep. that are in school that are yep. in circulation, Yeah, which means we're exposed to everything yeah, across the board. Pink eye. Oh yeah. <laughs> for Farting sure. on your pillows. It's, it's out of control. It's Don't out. give anybody any ideas. <laughs> Fart on the pillows. Don't do it. I'll take away your internet <laughs> forever. <laughs> that's, that's, I didn't realize how much that kryptonite is in uh, this household. Oh yeah. 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 It's the, the internet kryptonite for sure. Kids are addicted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't even say I'm addicted. Anyway. So that's my experience of Tennessee. Obviously a very skewed one given the, the timing and the circumstances. I would absolutely love to go back there. Did you eat any place notable? Did you go to the place I told you to go to? No, you didn't. What place was that? Eastland Cafe. No, we didn't go there. Loser. I don't, I honestly don't, it was, it was one of those things where we parked the car and just started walking and we're like, this place is open for lunch. Let's go in here. And then it was down to Broadway, as you say. Yep. Um, yeah, the place, there's, there's a lot of good restaurants that are not in that immediate downtown area. Okay. I forget. I think it's like maybe the Southeast corner like so you got to go across like the river or something like that. It's, oh, okay. it's, a, it's a there's like a neighborhood that it's, which it's I would say is probably something like the Brooklyn maybe of sure. Nashville. And there's just unbelievable restaurants down there. It's like the real, you know, it's like any place like, like a local. If, if you come to Dallas or you go to any major city, that downtown area is not where the people that actually <laughs> that live there and experience life there on a regular basis do anything. Right. 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 Yeah. Except outside of perhaps work. Yeah. yeah lunch and, and, and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, it's, um, it's one of those neighborhoods. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was, you know, these these two trips that I um, get to go on uh, for 2020, the remainder of 2020 are kind of the high speed trips. Right. It's it's 48 hours, more or less. Um, in town. So you, you get the, the small slice, the, the little taste of, uh, 
a city. So it, it was good. I like doing that stuff. And that's probably why we like doing like cruises so yep. much as you get a taste of an area to potentially go back to in the future. I want to so, go on a cruise just to not go anywhere. Just sit on the boat and just have somebody wait on me and yeah. like watch the world go by. Yeah. Just go out into the middle of the ocean. I think yeah. there are plenty of people that would sign up, especially now for that. Yep, for sure. For um, sure. But yeah, Nashville, I think it kind of checks all the boxes for me. Um, I don't think it's really like a food scene. I know that they do kind of like hot chicken, that sort of thing. That That's their there's, staple. I'll tell you, there's a pretty good food scene there, but it's, meaning, off, it's off the beaten path. But meaning like there's no staple. Like you go yeah. to New Orleans and you get jambalaya or, you know, beignets or, or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cheese steak in Philly. Yeah. Pizza in Chicago. I thought it was like a, a cake or a lasagna. Where? In Chicago. No, it's pizza. I know. I'm just messing with you. Um, or like Chicago style lasagna. lasagna. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> or like in, in, you know, around here where it's, it's barbecue, right? So that, um, it's barbecue or beef based products, <laughs> beef toothpaste, <laughs> Gross. beef flavored, uh, mouthwash, Ugh. beef flavored, uh, foot fungal cream. Uh, I, I don't know why I'm only in the health and beauty. Yeah. With this don't get me wrong. I, I like beef, but you, you pretty much just, just uh, made it. It makes Gross. beef flavored everything. So yeah, Nashville, Nashville is one of those things. And I was talking to our extended family, um, that I, I'd love to go back there. I I am excited for when the, you know, we get back to a little bit of normalcy and can, cause it's kind of halfway from the family back in new England to here more or less halfway. So, and I think everybody in new England would have a good time there too, because there's music, there's, you know, drink and and food and and that sort of thing. So I think Nashville is great. I mean, the, the first time I went to Nashville it was probably a handful of years ago now, maybe five, six years ago. I think there was mm-hmm. a show there that we went to and I saw it on the schedule and I was like, Nashville, I don't want to go there. And then I went and I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, it, it's it's a pretty good place. I'd say for me, the downside to Nashville is the getting there part because it's not a major travel hub. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of, I mean, unless you're coming out of a hub like DFW, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of nonstop options to get there. Um, but it's it's a great city, good climate. Mm-hmm. Um, the people are generally pretty nice. It's kind of that mix of, you know, where we grew up, it's green and it's hilly and the roads turn and do all those sorts of things versus here that's flat and brown Yep, and the roads are dead straight forever. I think... Nashville in that specific region is kind of a good mix. It is. It's, it's that it's still green. It's still hilly. The roads still turn, but it's modern and yep. it's fresh and new and it's not decrepit buildings just falling oh, down. On, yeah. n- no, no offense to central Massachusetts, uh, but those buildings are decrepit and falling down. Um, for <laughs> those old mill towns. Yeah. Those, yeah. those old mill towns. They, they, they did their job a mm-hmm. hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, 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 I think it's beautiful there. Um, yeah, that was one nice thing that was I didn't even consider is that they actually get some foliage. Yeah. Right. And do. so it was cool to be like, oh, this is what this looks like. We're getting foliage right now. Yeah. Okay. It just goes from green to brown. Yep. There's and then no, falls like, the there's no reds and oranges in there. It's just green to brown and then falls to the ground. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was out driving yesterday in South Lake and there were like a whole bunch of, it was like a line of oak trees mm-hmm. and the wind came and it was just snowing leaves. And I was like, this, <laughs> we're, it's fall. Right here. Yeah, just right. In just this one eighth of a mile stretch right here. <laughs> and yeah. back to the face of the sun. And yeah, back to molten hot lava. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, Brad and I, we flew the Cirrus out to Nashville last year, mm-hmm. probably, I think, end of last year. And it's it's 
in a series from the Dallas Fort Worth area, it's right at the limit of how far I want to go um, in the series because mm-hmm. it's you can do it nonstop with two people and bags and weight and all that sort of stuff. Sure, uh, in the aircraft, and it's it was three hours forty minutes to get there. It took about four ten to get back because of the headwind. Yep, and I was going all the way down to Waco mm-hmm. to drop him off. Um, but it's it's not a bad trip. No, I mean it'd be. It was not a bad airline trip, right? It's an hour and change, depending on the winds. So it's a, you know, nice little hop. Yeah. But yeah, looking forward to going back there, you know, once, once things get back to normal, but ultimately, you know, I, it was technically that was supposed to be your second trip this year to Nashville. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer, but yeah. Any case, I'm looking forward to it in the future. And I think, you know, the mentioning uh, earlier where, you know, we go out around here, I, I felt Having experienced that in in Nashville, the experience that I had in Nashville, here I'm like, I think we need to do a little bit more on like spacing people out. Because when we went out to a Mexican restaurant recently, we sat like right next to people. Yeah. And I was like, eh, this is kind of weird. Yeah. I don't think any of it matters. (laughs) I know you don't. (sighs) I think we're all doomed. The sky is falling. The world is over. Mm -hmm. Uh, Martial law is in effect. I've been watching too many Batman movies. I was going to say, yeah. Martial King law Gotham. is now in effect. Well, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. And I'm, uh, you know, it, it kind of gave me a little hope for the future. We'll see. Hope. Hope. <laughs> hope. Now, now, what is that? What? It, what, what? <laughs> how, how does that actually work? So while I was in Nashville having, I think, a pretty good time. Yep. You were doing something else. Sleeping. No, I wasn't sleeping. No, um, yeah. yeah. Actually, we have a friend that Kyle, as we've mentioned a few times, that mm. was uh, in Texas and his family has some uh, property about five hours south of here, a couple ranches that they have. And he'd been working on the ranch and, you know, we've been trying to make a, a little bit of a, a, a guy's trip out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a long year for everybody, yeah. you know, whether it's. You know, in the group that went, you know, a couple of us have had employment changes. You know, there's been some, you know, challenges in in personal lives for some of the folks uh, on that trip. What we were trying to do was get away and sort of relax a little bit and do some ranch stuff, um, which is. (laughs) So can you can you shed a little bit light on the ranch stuff, ranch stuff? Um, I don't know. For those for those people who don't have ranches, uh, watch the movie City Slickers. That's probably <laughs> that's probably uh, as as great as, movie as is super great movie. It was yeah. actually one of the movies we watched in quarantine that my wife had never seen before. Was, oh, we watched City Slickers. She goes, "We should watch City Slickers too." And I was like, "It doesn't hold up." <laughs> <laughs> Let's just stick with the first yeah. one, City Slickers Three. Ooh, Ugh. that is just a straight up cash grab. <laughs> There's a third one. No, I hope. Not. Oh, I was like to say, holy crap. I hope not. Maybe, maybe, probably not. So anyways, so we've been trying to sort out and we were trying to, you were trying to, we were trying to get yeah. it so that you could be a part of that. Yeah. But unfortunately the week that you had to go to Tennessee was the, <laughs> was the week that worked for everybody else. Right. The one week that I actually had something. So, uh, initially what we were supposed to do is the accommodations down on this ranch are, Lacking, so we four were, star the f- four <laughs> negative stars. Four negative uh, stars. <laughs> so we were the original plan was for uh, our friend Hayden, just the uh, him and his wife bought a beautiful huge camper trailer, and we were going to tow that down. But they'd just gotten it, and the thing's a monster. I've seen it in person now, and it is no joke. That is a it's a big one. It's it's a a home in some some areas. So they they're new to it. It's a forty foot trailer. 
40 feet, 40 foot bumper pull. It's not a fifth wheel or anything like that. So it's, it's a big girl. She's a, she a big girl that's hanging out back there behind the F-150. So there was some challenges with that as we get closer to it, as in uh, the week before they were camping in it and they, some bad weather came through and they Mm. ended up leaving the camper there and coming back home. So we had to go figure out how to get that and then, you know, get all the way down there. And this coming into it, this is now going to be the longest trip that they, that this trailer has ever gone on, you know, besides getting delivered from the factory to the dealership. (laughs) Um, so it's, it's, there's, there's some, I don't want to say it's nervous energy, but there's some excitement that's maybe a little bit nervous about it. Apprehension? Maybe a little bit of apprehension. Okay. And as we get closer, we're watching the weather and because they're, you know, Hayden's new to this trailer experience, it's, it's a, it's a lot to handle. And it was forecasting for winds. It seems like a lot to handle, period. Good yeah. weather, bad weather. She a big girl. Yeah. She a very big girl. And, uh, and I've never, I, I, I don't think I've ever towed anything that is like needs to be, you know, noted, you know, obviously when you're towing anything, it needs attention, but nothing that was ever like, this could get away from me real quick. I think anytime I'm towing anything, like I towed my dad's Corvette with my truck from Rhode Island all the way down to Texas earlier this year. And like the entire trip and I was, the guy hooked up the trailer at the U-Haul place. So I know it was all done right. I inspected it all myself. Needless to say, the entire trip, I was just waiting for like the trailer to come like roll up next to the truck (laughs) and like just keep going past me as I'm stopping. I feel like that's in a movie, right? (laughs) Somebody should really do something about that. Man, that's a nice Corvette. Wait a second. (laughs) Wasn't it supposed to be back there? So anyways, so the weather is deteriorating Mm -hmm. and the winds are are forecasted to be legit. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's literally, it's the night before and, you know, making plans. And the forecast is also calling for cold temperatures when we get down to the ranch. And Now, when you you say cold temperatures, it's actually legitimately cold. And this is 300 miles south of Dallas. So we're, we're heading south where technically it should be warmer. Mm-hmm. You know, we're maybe an hour, 20 minutes outside of San Antonio. So we're legitimately south. And we made the decision to not bring the trailer because of the winds, which I think in at the time I was like, eh, we could probably pull it off. In hindsight, doing the trip down, dealing with everything that was there and then the trip back up, it was the right call yeah. to, to not bring the trailer on that trip. Future trips. We're doing Sky's it. the limit. Um, so we get down there, and Kyle does have a, an older trailer that is uh, a couple years older. And he goes, all right. He goes, well, I'll set that up outside what he calls a house, and uh, which is a ranch house is uh, it's more of like a hunter's house. Uh, you know, it's it's basic. There's running water. Mm, okay. Yes. Yes, that you don't have to manually pump out of the ground. Sure. Now. Now. <laughs> uh, I believe that was the case not terribly long ago, um, but it does have a well now, which is nice. So we get down there. It's just cold and raw. We stopped and it was sleeting where we stopped. It was literally, it's that cold in Texas that we're getting like freezing precipitation the whole way there. And the truck's got ice all over it. And it's just a cold, cold experience. So... We get there, um, there's the four of us that are there, and we try to have a fire, which we did. We successfully had a fire every time we tried, but it was just so windy and so cold. Yeah, that you actually don't get the the heat benefits. I or- had I had three t-shirts, a hoodie, and my proper winter coat with with its winter thermal liner in it, and all my hoods on, and a winter hat on, and I was still cold. 
like like shaking cold. Yeah. So uh, we have some dinner, hang out, go into town, get some rations, you know, the typical stuff you do when you when you're going away for a few days, and uh, have some dinner, have a fire. We're just kind of hanging out, shooting the shit as they say, and you know we end up going to bed. Hayden and I sleep in the camper, and Brad stays in the the hunter's house, if you will. <laughs> and there's. There's controversy on the first night. And that controversy on the first night is they've got the the hunter's house doesn't actually have any built in heat. Does it have insulation? Not really. Okay. (laughs) I don't. So some of the walls were opened and I didn't see (laughs) some of the walls and ceilings are open and I didn't see any insulation. It's like plywood that's, you know, sure on the outside. And there's space heaters and it's the temperature is up to like maybe like mid 50s in there. The camper, on the other hand. Like Kyle went out to check on it and he goes, yeah, the heater's off. And I got worried and he goes, and I went out and I realized the heater was off because it achieved the temperature that we set it to, <laughs> which was like 68 degrees. And then I, when we went to bed, I ended up cranking it up a little bit more because the temperature was good in there, but where the beds are is right next to the windows. Mm-hmm. And if you're near a window, man, it was, it's <laughs> it was like, like Swiss cheese, ice cold, yeah. man. So we pushed it up and it, the camper did a great job. We burned through a ton of propane. Sure. But we stayed nice and warm. That's all that mattered to me, right? <laughs> so the controversy on night one was who left the back door open? To the house? Yep. Oh. So apparently, we all went to bed, and Brad got up, went out the back door to use the facilities, Yep. which is just a bush outside, Yep. and came back in and mislatched the door as the story went. Mm. And then the door was just open. So the temperature inside the house dropped into like the low 40s. Oh, geez. <laughs> and they woke up and they're like, it was so cold. In the and you and Hayden kind of strolling out of the, the camper sweating. He's like, oh, yeah. I was like, man, I had to go down to my shorts last night. It's <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> and then the, 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 the next day it was just cold mm. and raw and wet. And again, I woke up in like the truck just has sheets of ice on it. All the trees are like wilted over because they're all covered in ice. Oh, went out. We uh, we went into town again, got a nice hot breakfast at Cracker Barrel, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was amazing. <laughs> Did some shopping, went to a gun shop, went, oh. to, went to Gibson's. I don't know. Everybody's got to go to Gibson's. Oh, okay. One of those things. Surplus supply store type thing. And yep. we got gloves and <laughs> like gloves and hats for everybody. And we got it back out to the ranch and we went and rode around on the perimeter and they've got like this. Uh, and how many, how many acres is this? It's, it's just, huge, right? It's just under a thousand acres, yeah, which sounds like a big number, but having ridden the whole perimeter of it, it's not, it's not crazy. I mean, that's a lot of land, though. It's a reasonable amount of land, yeah, for sure. Uh, but it's not like, oh, my God, it's as far as the eye can see. It's not that far. Because sure. <laughs> we, we we rode the whole thing on, uh, it was it's a Ranger, but it's like a, like the Can-Am covered. Side-by-side type? Side-by-sides, yeah. yeah. And we did that and went all the way down and around and back, and there's just deer everywhere. And that's because it's, you know, this, this week right now, as we're recording the first week of November, is hunting season starts. So ah. they're... they're the deer just everywhere out there. Sure. Did that, came back, warmed up. <laughs> One of the things that we had bought when we went into the surplus supply store was extremely high-powered flashlights, which I'll show you in the garage. I, got, I brought mine home with me. Oh, yeah? It's crazy. Like, you can light up the moon from the <laughs> You can signal aircraft. Because you're way out there on the ranch, and there's nothing around you, but you can hear, like, animals and stuff out there. And you want to, like, be like, what is off in the black... Abyss. <laughs> and there's like right next to the house is the old horse barn from when it was a horsing ranch many years ago. And the deer will go in there and like they'll knock the things back and forth. So you're like, what the? 
<laughs> and you're like, tung, tung, tung. And like you hear it's like like metal hitting metal. And then there's uh, the other thing that was weird was there's like a the next ranch over, which is not like your next door neighbor. It's, sure. it's like maybe a mile or so away mm-hmm. is like a, a ranch for troubled youth like rehabilitation type oh. thing. So it's, 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 a, it's a thing. And they were outside chanting or something in like the middle of the night. And like, you hear them like counting as like a group by numbers. And you're like, what is that? What are they doing? It's so creepy. It's so cold. But we went for a ride at night around the ranch in hmm. Kyle's truck with the spotlights. And there, it's like, you just hold up the spotlight and just go around on like the horizon all the way around. And it's just eyeballs, I was say eyeballs. eyeballs and eyeballs all just staring back at you. You're like, what is happening? You're like, if you don't have the spotlights, you feel like you're just alone. And then you hold that up. You're like, oh no, there's seven dozen animals that are just staring at me right Mm now. Hmm. Mm. That's probably not great. I mean, most of them are deer. Some of them are deer. There's some uh, rams in there. There's some different types of deer. Mm -hmm. There's some bobcats. I was going to say, there's there's definitely some cats out there. There's jackrabbits, which... We're supposed to go out the second night and try to shoot the jackrabbits, but not so was the case. Those are, those are the ones with the horns, right? Jackrabbits? Yeah. I don't know. They were big. The antlers? Don't they have antlers? Jackrabbits? Yeah. No. No, those are deer. Are there, are there deer? deer have antlers. Oh, okay. Reindeer, kid. Oh. Reindeer. Well, it is, it is Christmas, right? So then the third day, which is Wednesday, we woke up beautiful out. Mm-hmm. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. It's an amazing day. Yeah. We finally get to do ranch stuff, which is essentially just driving power equipment around, moving stuff around. And <laughs> Well, that's what I was. Okay. So jackrabbits just have huge ears. Yeah. They're like and they're, giant cats. And it's like um, it's like the wild boar. They're an invasive oh, species. Like yeah. That. I was going to say, did you see, uh, see any pigs down there? Because I, no. know, I know that's a big thing. Actually, it's a big thing out in... Not too far from here. Yeah, west about, of here, right? Yeah, two hours. It's like I saw pictures from our office uh, of the grounds because I guess a, a family has moved in or a herd or whatever they're called. And they properly tore up like all of the grass around yep. our office. So it's, that's a real that's a real problem. Anyway, so you guys got to do ranch things. Drove around some power equipment. You know, we rolled Brad rolled the runway out with uh, with his truck. And we, oh, so I don't think I think we kind of missed that part. There's, there's a, a runway. There's a runway on this ranch, yes. Right. Uh, but that's, you're only landing like a 182 sure. there, which there was a 182 there yeah. in the hangar, in pieces, getting some work done on it. We shot some guns. We shot some really impressive <laughs> guns. And just kind of, you know, that last day was kind of what we were all searching for while we survived the first three days huddled together. And then- Would you, know, you would you say that that was kind of a good experience? Kind of overcoming- Surviving? Yeah, surviving. And um, then at the end, you have this little reward of- it's always that that's in in the moment you're like oh this is awful right and then hindsight you're like yeah it wasn't wasn't horrible right. we survived and well, I it think was a bonding experience yeah maybe yeah. i was gonna say the first two days not necessarily you survived but it was a good bonding experience it was a experience. good bonding experience yeah. it was good for you know all of us to have that yeah. that dude time of doing dude things mm-hmm. but five hour drive back home beautiful sunny weather uh, I needed a shower real bad when I got home, <laughs> uh, amongst other bathroom-related facility uh, yep. needs. But <laughs> uh, it was a good time. I would do it again. I would love them to just knock that house down and just build a new one. But <laughs> that's not my call or my money. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's up to them. Or maybe a proper RV next time. Yeah, we can always do that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Let's go crazy. <laughs> Let our hair down. But that's that. Yeah, that was that was my week at the ranch, and I would. I get the allure of ranch life. Mm-hmm. I've looked at ranches since then. Mm-hmm. Um, not to, 
you know, it's just, it would be something interesting to have. Yeah, maybe just to maybe not necessarily live full time on, but maybe have for like a, you know, and maybe not necessarily to have it being as a working ranch, but yeah. have it be, you know, maybe a, a, a like a getaway type place. Mm-hmm. Kind of like in New England where people in Massachusetts or, or down, you know, in that area have lake houses, yeah. right? The, the lakes up in New Hampshire. You know, I love a, I love a good lake house. I do like a good lake yeah, house. I imagine it's kind of like the the regional yeah. equivalent to yeah. a ranch house. I think you're. I think you you nailed that one right on the head there. So, uh, but that's that's my that's my that's my week there. So, uh, I think that'll do it for today's episode. Yeah, uh, we have. Uh, we got some stuff coming up. We got some stuff. We're gonna try. We're gonna make an effort here. So yeah. and and try to try to get this consistency. Yeah, consistency content. needs to come back. I know. I know a lot of people out there are hoping we keep going. So. Hoping and praying. Oh boy, and loving. With and that, listening. let's get this episode done. All right. See you later. See you guys. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Life Adventure PS and Instagram Life Adventures Pete Simpson. views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely that of the collaborators and do not necessarily represent the thoughts or opinions of the authors, employers, organizations, committees, or other groups or individuals.